Hello, Changemaker. Welcome to the Innovation Room. A place for business leaders, change agents and change champions. Anyone who wants to know where digital transformation is taking us. A place that sparks ideas. And explores what's really possible with software and technology. Ready? Let's see what's happening. Hi, this is a special edition of the Innovation Room. And I'm joined by two of our elves in at Geeks, um, Lindsay and Matt. Lindsay is our CEO and uh, Matt is our CTO. And we thought as a special edition, Christmas edition of the Innovation Room, do a wrap up of what we have seen in the, in the year and uh, what we are looking forward to. So join us in the Innovation Room. And by the way, we are recording it on the Christmas party day and we are wrapping at the same time the Christmas presents for our Christmas club elves who put the Christmas party together. So you're going to hear some noises and, and probably we mess up, so bear with us. Cheers, guys. Let's get us started. Cheers. Merry Christmas. Cheers. You better watch out. You better be set. The Slayer's updated with GPS. Santa Claus has changed with the time. Don't know when you are sleeping. The sensors when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. It's all in his database. You better watch out. You better take stock. Your innovation keeps you right on top. Santa Claus has changed with the times. So I thought, guys, we could we could start with thinking about what we have seen um, happening uh, with our clients. Like what what because you do a lot of client work. So what have you seen in the client space um, in the past year? that got you excited, that this is very cool, this is innovation, this is different? I have seen a massive shift in their approach towards technology and innovation, and I feel like they are being more open-minded about seeing the potential because normally businesses want short-term, immediate impacts and results. But what I've seen is that they because the world changes very quickly and um, there are a lot of new technologies and possibilities, they are more open to um, explore the opportunities and start with something uh, small and see the potential of um, a technology or an idea and then uh, work um, off that instead of waiting for something to become mature and then um, uh, designing something that is for um, is very critical for the business and taking a massive risk and without revealing any confidential information because a lot of the work that we do is obviously confidential but without revealing any confidential information can you give some examples or the changes in the attitude maybe that you've noticed a very cool example that they have now is uh, based on a project that is for solving problems in a very reactive way, but now based on uh, data analytics, AI, and uh, technologies like that, the client is 
moving towards more proactive, so predicting the problems that can happen in the future and what they can do to uh, prevent those problems because it's a lot cheaper and easier to pre prevent something as opposed to solving that problem. I found that very interesting and very um, um, stimulating in terms of um, designing something that can see the future and, and predict the behavior of a society in the future. I have definitely seen, like in ex exactly what you said, I've seen the change of attitude in terms of asking us what's possible mm -hmm. as opposed to coming and saying, oh, we want to implement this, we want to solve this problem this way. They, uh, we have had a lot of instances in the past year that the clients came to us and said, this is the problem, what can be done, how it can be solved. Or when we went to them with a specific suggestion and, and what we think, they were very, very interested. So I think they're uh, what we call in, in our digital evolution um, space, what we call liminal spaces, being able to lead and, and um, manage the uncertainty of what's not and what's yet to become. They are, I think they are becoming better and better in that. They are becoming more and more skillful in, in um, managing that um, chaos yeah. of the innovation, where innovation actually happens. Yeah. And their strategies have changed as well, because I remember a few years ago when we talked about more flexible and expandable architectures, uh, most of our clients were opposed to that approach because... Uh, most of them thought that these are buzzwords and they don't add value, but within the span of a couple of years, most of our clients now want more flexible uh, architectures, and our job has become very interesting because we have to convince them that there should be a balance between uh, flexibility and, um, and, Complexity. and yeah. seeing results. Yeah. Um, and uh, the fact that they are thinking about their approach has changed. They don't want a system that is the solution to their problem. They want a system that can change in the future and evolve, and that is a very mature approach to software. I completely agree. I couldn't agree more. And what, what's really cool about that is that the mindset and the vision of the leadership in, in the businesses have, has massively evolved. Um, not only in terms of the way they're engaging with us and the questions that they're asking us, but it's really exciting because I feel like, first of all, I think they're enjoying the process more. So they're coming and they're saying, this is what we want to achieve. They're sharing very openly their big picture vision. So, you know, in 10 years and 100 years and a million years, this is, you know, the, the changes we want to be making. Um, and the most exciting ones are like the really cool things that they're doing to um, solve big problems in the world. So that's something that's really different. However, there's one thing that I don't think is quite caught up to where the business leaders are going, which is board governance. So I think board governance is actually causing some challenge in that sort of the way investment strategy aligns with this technical evolution and advancements because they're looking for more certainty around how, how specifically it's going to get there and by when. Um, whereas how things evolve, sometimes it'll happen faster, sometimes it'll happen a bit longer, and that's a bit trickier for boards to navigate. It's the, it's the infinite mindset, isn't it? It's the fact that you don't, you don't um, have short-term goals because that doesn't really land 
well with innovation because yeah. innovation you need to be patient with innovation um, and you need to be um, you need to handle it in a way that um, it allows you it creates a space for experiment mm. and failure um, to, to make it perfect to the, to the point that you can actually make a um, make return on investment and, and our job is to make sure that cycle is short and we go through that cycle in, a, in an evolutionary way rather than like a big bang approach so the clients see the return on investment faster so they can get to that evergreen investment stage um, which is obviously is one of the keys to be able to keep evolving with technology. We had a lot of interesting people. Is there anybody, uh, like in the innovation room, I, I mean, in the last year? Because obviously we, we started innovation room just before Christmas, I think, last, last year. Um, and we had a lot of very, very interesting guests. Was there anybody particular that you, you guys are excited about when you hear them on the, on the podcast? I'm going to be a little bit biased in the sense that I really enjoyed... Um, having one of our clients actually on the podcast. So Andrew Fay from um, Brookson Group and People 2.0, he, um, he was, it was such an enjoyable podcast. Not only did, you, did, did we all learn a lot from it, but it was really nice to have a client that we've been in partnership with for, oh goodness, um, I think something like seven years and having them on and see, talking about where they are now and what they're setting up to do in the future. Um, it's really cool because now the foundation of their business is um, they've just had this big acquisition with People 2.0 and it's like such a great opportunity for them to now go and be um, bringing their innovation was one of the reasons they were acquired and now they're bringing that innovation to be the center of excellence globally. Um, so it's really, really, that, that, that podcast was um, a highlight for me in 2022. What guest and podcast did you like most in the innovation room this year, Matt? Um. I think I really enjoyed the one that Somaya did with uh, Roger Martin Fag, um, and they talked about. Roger is amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, He's also hilarious. <laughs> we did not talk about the fact that Roger is amazing, but mm. go on. They talked about um, automation and the impact of automation in in the economy mm -hmm. uh, because of the lack of workforces, and uh, for me, it is um, the most important reason, not just because we don't have workforces, but because what we can do and how automation can enable people to enjoy work more because they don't have to do the repetitive things that might, um, might result in um, human errors, for example, or the things that we are not able to do. So going to very remote locations to do certain tasks that um, are really difficult for humans, but automation and AI can help humanity to uh, achieve those tasks. And um, and in terms of efficiency, it's very important because you can train your system very quickly, whereas if you have got a lot of people, you have to spend a lot of time training them, uh, supporting them, and um, it's not very efficient. So if things change, you can easily... Um, adopt changes and uh, or adapt to them and move on very quickly whereas 
if we rely on humans, we are going to be always slow. Yeah, yeah, we love, we love Roger very much. I make sure we get him next year as well. What about you, Samaya? <laughs> I think I, I enjoyed the, the one, Lindsay, you did um, on sustainability being the driver of innovation. Um, because um, I think it's so important to make sure that we take care of um, the planet, the people, um, with the innovation and the impact that innovation can make on, on those areas is massive. Um, for example, tangent is not, it's not software technology, but what, what um, was in the news a couple of days ago about fusion mm. and the breakthrough there, like, in, like imagine what that can do in the sustainability and the reducing the poverty and, and all of that. It's like massive stuff can happen. Mm. Um, so I think that, that was very exciting um, also, I think the one with Nicola was uh, uh, very interesting on the on the valuation of innovation and, and selling your innovation because it's it's really to have an evergreen investment strategy for you for your digital evolution and your your technology adoption is so important to be able to price your innovation well and sell it well. Yeah. So I think that podcast was really amazing to, to share some, some insights on how to do that. Yeah, I really, I can't, I can't agree more. I guess that, that it's so, it's, it's such a crucial part of, and, and a sensitive part of an evolution for a client. So something um, that is, is very is is the most obvious trend um in in breaking barriers and problem solving it's client focused so a lot of um our clients are coming to us with really a lot of investment focus and strategy focus around client experience and i think um a big part of that means being able to connect that sell it deliver it and continually involve it uh, with the investment I think, um, and I think um, if someone hasn't listened to that podcast with Nicola, they definitely should. I think it's perfect for clients that are at that stage that are starting to um, uh, release it out there. Um, this is a, a wrapping fail that it's I thought not, maybe. But this is um, this is the I, I've done some interesting ones so far, um, but this one I thought I was trying to be. Uh, sustainable with the wrapping paper. I think and it ended do you want to trade? I'll, I'll and you can. There has been a lot of really exciting um, new development in the emerging technologies in, in the past um, few months. And I was thinking we should probably wrap up by uh, picking a few of them that we are each of you are excited about and, and you want to bet and next year when we do this we see what has happened with them so what's your favorite what has happened uh, well will you kill me if I say what my favorite my, my no, genuine favorite is let's agree we have a favorite um, it's a recency bias maybe but um, I've recently become obsessed with chat GPT. And at the risk of sounding basic, because I know everyone is obsessed with chat GPT. I, I was going to say, I think we have it. We might have, the whole company might have brought it down a few days ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it went down yeah. because of how, many, like how much yeah. load it had. But I think we are all very excited about what it does and the, how it does it. Because it's not just the one-dimensional conversation um, chatbot is yeah. 
it does really cool stuff. So we got it to, do you want to, because you did it, Lindsay, do you want to go ahead and say what you did? How did you use it? I think what's really cool is it, I think it unlocks and untaps a lot of creativity. And then the fact that it's open source AI, it, it, um, is doing really, really clever things. So, um, for example, some of the content that our clients will see, we created a card and it inspired poem, or I think I got it to do a rap for uh, Digital Evolution in Santa. Um, and it was really, really cool. Um, and what else did we do? We did quite a few things. We have um, a Valentine's card coming up in February. That'll be quite, quite fun. Um, it's, you could imagine like a bunch of geeks testing and trying to break um, yeah. um, um, a piece of AI. It's, it's, <laughs> it's fun. We got it to do a um, multi-select question out of one of our training pieces. And it was fascinating. I was like, oh, my God, we can get so many good questions <laughs> created. Yeah. Um, so it's very, very interesting. I got it to, to write a letter from Simon Sinek to President Obama and President Trump to yeah. see how clever it could be. And um, it did caveat that he doesn't know Simon Sinek enough mm -hmm. um, to do that but but or he's not in his mind to know to know what he would think but based on his publicly available information and, and publications it was very believable mm -hmm. it was like really spot on uh, which is really really cool um so matt what about you um, and can you pick something that is not ai related because we can we can pick a billion different ai ones um it is remotely AI related, but the concept is very interesting. I'm very interested and excited to see how much companies are investing in uh, smart glasses because mm. we have had a lot of smart devices, but the, they haven't changed. So we have had uh, smartphones, smart watches, but I think the next big breakthrough is uh, smart glasses and the challenges they have is the weight of the glasses. But mm. if they... If companies find a way to uh, create a smart glasses that are actually usable, um, anything that can expand the capacity of human beings is going to be very... I think it's very... I think it's very all, of, all of the... <laughs> Stop making noise. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's very... Interesting. All, all the AI um, stuff, be it um, soft AI or or the hardware type of related, they are very. It's all about bringing harmony yeah, between yeah. humans and yeah, exactly. and technology, and that's what it makes it exciting. Yeah. It's, it's creating the next. I think that might be the next evolution of humans yeah. <laughs> when you're so enabled um, with technology in an in a very harmonic way mm. that it's you can't. You can't say where, 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 where the human finishes mm. and where the technology starts. Yeah. It's such a great collaboration that it's almost like there is a concept of cobots that is becoming, especially in the manufacturing space, that is becoming a, a term and it's a replacement of robots. Um, so it, the concept is like a collaboration between humans and robots or cobots. Yeah. Um, and I think they are very, very exciting to see where they go. Um, I'm, I'm excited for how the virtual spaces are connecting with 
um, physical spaces as well. And it's interesting building on um, the smart glasses and, and technology advancements there. There's a lot of physical barriers um, that, because of limitations that we face, that these sort of virtual um, technologies will break for people. And I, there's a lot of real applications for our clients, their teams, and their clients that um, I'm quite excited about. And now that the hardware is, I think, catching up to the ideas, I think we're going to start to see more and more. And there's also a lot of investments going into these spaces. So just purely based on the M&A markets and, and the investment markets, there's yeah. trillions going into these spaces. Yeah. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to move quickly. Another one is sentiment analysis um, type of technologies. Um, that they are, they, they are very getting very advanced into businesses in, in HR, recruitment, HR, sales, marketing, mm -hmm. just to be able to really pick in mass, mass um, numbers what's the sentiment that is going on. And we talked about, for example, using sentiment analysis in, in, in our R&D and innovation uh, part of our own digital evolution to, mm -hmm. to be able to... Um, pick up what the client needs, what they might be needing if based on the conversations they are having with the team or, or what's going on um, in the documented um, data that we have. So very, very exciting, exciting stuff. Is there any Christmas message wish you would like to share with the world, with our audience? I hope to see lots of new opportunities to partner with people in the new year that are, I mean, I'm feeling like big hearted right now, season of giving. Like, um, I would love to see people and, you know, sustainable investments going into um, solving some, I don't know, um, some big world challenges. Um, so that would be my wish for 2023 is that we get to partner with some really cool people doing some really cool things. Uh, I wish everybody a very balanced life because we talk about technology and um, AI and smartphones and stuff like that, but I think there has to be a balance between technology and then the analog world because I think um, we, are, we are humans and ultimately we need to take care of ourselves as well. And I wish you all a very Merry Christmas and um, and I wish that you get more joy out of your digital evolution um, journeys because we know it's hard, we know it's a tough journey, it's not for light-hearted. So we wish you a very joyful year as you're going through the journey of evolution. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas! Happy New Year! Thanks for joining us in the Innovation Room. We hope it sparks some ideas. Want to learn more about what we do? Maybe you could even be our next guest. And spark some ideas yourself. Find us at Geeks Limited. And join us again soon. Because real change never stops.